Talking with Topher is sponsored by New Hampshire Vape Gallery, slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com, and naturalbossnh.com. More on that later. Let's get into episode 79. What is happening, TWT fans? Oh, man, it's a rainy day. It's a rainy day here, but it's Monday, October. Yeah, it's October 4th, 2021. I am so excited. It's ha- it's getting close to Halloween. Uh, the ground's going to freeze, and I'm going to be able to finally let the dogs out. I can't wait. Ugh. It's going to be amazing. Uh, but, but, but before I get into today's episode, uh, let me start off by saying thank you. Thank you to new subscribers. Thank you to all of you that have subscribed and stayed subscribed. I want to thank you. If you are new to the podcast, that's right. You're new. You're watching. Hit that subscribe button. All right. Just Hit it. It's very important. It's the only thing I'm asking everybody to do for me um, is subscribe. So if you're watching, hit that subscribe button. If you're enjoying the videos, click the like buttons. Set the alarm so you know when all the new episodes upload. And of course, rate, review, share, and comment. It helps the algorithm. But I need your help to make the podcast bigger. So be doing all of those things. Uh, It means nothing to you and everything to me. Uh, If you want to get more involved with the podcast, yes, I have an email. It is talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. That's right, talkingwithtofer at gmail.com. That's T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. You want to get some free merch? Here's your opportunity. Put slow down in the subject line of your email, tell your story, and that's it. I pick it out, I read it, I discuss it, I call you, whatever happens, you get a free piece of Slow Down merch. So, again, you want to get more involved with the podcast, the easiest way to do it is to go to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com and send an email in. You want to get some free merch, same deal, just put Slow Down in the subject line. And send it on over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And that's how you get more involved with the podcast. Other ways to get involved or maybe get some extra content. Other ways to get some extra content throughout the week. I'm on social media. Yeah, I'm on Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. So go there. Give a follow. Uh, I try to put up as much content as I can throughout the week, and uh, it's just a great way to get some extra, right? Who doesn't like a little bit of extra? So again, you can follow me on social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Go there, follow, and get some extra content for yourself. All right, and now with all that out of the way, hey, it's it's a Monday for me. It's Thursday for you. I'm not sure what time it is, but that doesn't matter because this is a recorded podcast and you could be listening to it, doing whatever, at whatever time, at whatever day during the week. But Thursday 
is the day that it drops. So if you're watching it on Thursday, happy Thursday. Uh, it's October 7th for you. Yeah, so I don't know to share what time it is, but it's October 7th. So I hope you're having a great Thursday. Um, hopefully the weather is a little bit better than it is today. Uh, I got some rain going on, and it's going to be happening for the next two days. Oh, well, what are you going to do? At least I don't have to water the lawn. You know, my week uh, went pretty well. I want to know how everybody else's weeks have been going, you know? <coughs> you can send it to the email, and uh, we can discuss what happened on your week. How are you handling your week-to-weeks, you know, your day-to-days? How is that going for you out there? It's it, I am very curious. I do want to know. Um, but for me... Things have been going okay. Um, you know, I'm dealing with stuff the best I can, trying not to freak out about too much shit, but I keep freaking out. I keep going back to old habits. I'm so tired of my old habits. I'm so tired of them. But I can't get rid of 27 years worth of programming in five years. It just can't be done. I've definitely eliminated and you know, backed off of a lot of the shit that I've done in my past, uh, things I used to go to when I used to get upset. Uh, the yelling and screaming has gone down tremendously over the last two months. Um, something I've been really, really, really working on. It's just hard. It's hard to get better. It's hard to get better because it takes work to get better. I can stay the same. And it, that's easy, but to change and be better is so difficult, and sometimes it's very trying, but I just keep trying. I just keep trying. Every time I get a slip-up, I think about that slip-up more and more, and I try not to duplicate it. I try to do better than I did. But uh, earlier this week, what was it, uh, Tuesday? No, not Tuesday, because uh, Tuesday was just a work day. Um, that went, no, actually Tuesday was, uh, uh, not such a great day because Monday I went to the doctor and I had to have, uh, my nose looked at because I got something moving around on the left nostril. Sorry, I'm having lots of brain farts right now. Um, and what happened was, is he looked inside my nose and found nothing. Now, I've had my arm scanned, I've had uh, uh, my shoulder looked at, and they couldn't find anything wrong with it. My hands still lock up, uh, my tendons still seize up, everything is just, it's like um, everything's tense, everything's tense, and I don't know if that means I need to do an ice bath or uh, uh, more cold showers or uh, what have you, but I have noticed that I have, um, you know, problems, and they can't find anything wrong. So I go to him, and he can't find anything wrong. So I do what I always do, and I go, okay, that's fine. <laughs> and I leave the office. And, of course, now I'm sitting there going, am I crazy? Uh, because I, I, I tell him I, I feel something. He looks inside. He can't see anything. And now I can still feel it when I'm walking out the door. So I am getting a little upset, but I'm not going to freak out because that's not going to get me anywhere. Well, here's where Tuesday comes in. So I go to work and 
Uh, orders, like I said, the mail is horrible. Showing up late, da 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 da. da. I walk into a shit show of orders everywhere. Just orders everywhere. I was like, oh my god, I got an order unopened. I got orders over here that are processed. I got order half of an order over here that's not fully processed, and it's just everywhere, right? So already, I know I'm off to a good start. So I'm trying to stay calm about that, but then I'm fighting my nose. I'm fighting it. I was fighting it in the shower. I was fighting it when I got out. I was sticking Q-tips up my nose. Um, I was trying to get whatever is inside of my face out. It's very uncomfortable, and it's so annoying. So I'm, I'm trying to stay patient. Now I'm upset about the orders, and so I decide to call the nurse and get upset with her. And I wasn't upset with her per se, but my tone um, was not good. My anxiety was way up, and I was just freaking out. And I had said to her, I know now why you told me not to stick anything up my nose, uh, because right now I want to stick whatever I can up my nose and rip this out of my face. And I'm not going to because I know that'll just cause me harm because I can't physically see what's going on and blah, 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 blah. But the feelings that I'm having right now are anger and frustration. And I just want whatever's inside of my nose out. And, of course, this was yelling and it's 1030 in the morning and da, 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 da. So now she's listening to me, and she's trying to figure it out, and then she talks to the doctor, and the calls me back like an hour or so later and lets me know that I can do a CAT scan or I can go all the way to Lebanon, and if I go to Lebanon, I can get a second opinion. Well, I'm not going to do that. I don't think I need a second opinion. I have to basically call the insurance company and find out if the CAT scan's covered Hopefully, I made my deductible from the surgery, so they'll cover 80%, and I'll have to pay for 20 So, I'm going to have to figure that out. It's just so frustrating to go through both surgeries and then still have complications. But the, I think the worst part of all of that was the simple fact that he told me he couldn't see anything, and I think this, is the la this was the last straw for me. Because I had already been told you can't, they can't find anything wrong with my arm. They can't find anything wrong with my shoulder. And now they can't find anything wrong with your nose, my nose. And I feel it. It's in there. It's moving. So it's just very frustrating, and I lost my shit. So then Wednesday comes. Now I'm waking up late. I am frustrated with the dogs. I'm frustrated with my nose. I'm just frustrated in general. So I'm like, I'm not going to jujitsu. I've got too many things that I need to do. I need to get this done. I need to get that done. Blah, blah, blah. You know, just stupid shit. I'm trying to, I, I got a table that just came in. Um, I got stuff to rearrange. I, I'm going to do those things. And then my wife wakes up and... I don't remember exactly what happened, but she didn't do anything wrong. She mentioned something. It fired me up. I got upset, and then at that moment in time, I realized I needed to go to class. And I looked at her, and I said, okay, you have a good one. I'll see you later. And I fucking jammed out. 
got in my car, and went to class. Now, I might have left because I was uh, either frustrated, pissed off, or upset, or all. I don't know, but it was because of her that I went to class. You know what I mean? So she wasn't trying to make me go to class. She wasn't trying to help me in the right direction. She just woke up, and I was freaking out, and then... Whatever she said was not what I wanted to hear, so I just decided to leave. And when I did, I went to class because uh, it was like right at 8.30. I was like, I'm leaving now. I go to class. I, I had a great class. Um, it, was, it, was, it was a little small, but sometimes that's great. Sometimes it's great to have a small class. It's a little bit, um, um, it's a little intimate. You know what I mean? You get to work with the professor. The professor gets to work with you a little bit more, so it's nice. He's not as thinly spread out trying to help other um, white belts or newbies or, you know, it, it, you, you just get a nice little intimate um, session in a sense. So there was like six people on the mats. It was great. Um, I get home. And, you know, my wife is still upset, and that's, that, I find that to be very fair, very fair. I don't find it to be wrong of her to be upset with me because of my actions. I just don't anymore. I think that that is the way she should be reacting to a crazy person. And I know I'm probably not crazy, but I don't know. I Sometimes I'm like, man, will you just calm the fuck down, dude? This is so stupid of you. So I looked at her, gave her a big giant hug and a kiss, and I said, thank you for giving me the motivation to get the fuck out of here this morning um, and go to class and do what I had to do. So then I get home. Now I got to edit, um, and she's got uh, her friend over. They're hanging out, um, and I go upstairs because now I edit in the I, – I, I edit – oh, I edit in the, um, in the podcast studio now. So I edit right here where I'm recording. And it's a lot nicer. The computer up here is easier to use. It's not trying to work off of Wi-Fi. So exporting, importing, uploading, all of it's a little bit faster from up here. Did it take me a couple weeks to fine-tune it? Yes. Are there things I still need to fix? Of course. I found out that Filmora doesn't, even though I can sign in to multiple devices, even copying and moving the files from the laptop to the computer upstairs didn't allow the Filmora up here to access those. So, like, all my thirds and uh, all the stuff is a little bit different, and I don't really care for it, but I will get uh, that more fine-tuned in weeks to come. Not a big deal, at least now. Uploading, uh, exporting is faster, and uploading is much faster, and once I got the kinks out, I'm no longer up till 2 o'clock in the morning. Last week, it was done. It was uploading by 11. I was in bed by 12.30. It was amazing. I think I stayed up a little bit longer just because I could. You know, I finally didn't have anything to do, so I took a little bit of time to myself, and that's always nice. I forget to do these things because when I'm at a standstill, I feel like I should be moving. Um, and I'll get more into that in a moment, but so Wednesday's all done editing, uh, stuff like that. I'm waiting for, 
uh, gym equipment to show up. And then uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, not bad. Not a bad week at all at the, at the shop. We did uh, pretty good. Business was great, and the customers were pretty decent. I got one customer, though. One customer, and I honestly, honestly thought this person was pulling my leg. And they asked me if I had any mint. I said... No, I have spearmint. He looked at it. I don't know what that is. I looked at him and I said, you don't know what spearmint is? I'm like what? Right. Spearmint. It's spearmint. I don't know how to explain spearmint because I thought everybody on the planet knew what spearmint was. So... I, I'm like trying to explain it and I can't and I look over and he's looking at me like why can't you explain this and I go oh are you being dead serious right now he's like yeah I've never had spearmint I'm like you've never had spearmint gum you never had spearmint candies really he's like yeah I have no idea what it is I go well it's just another type of mint and everybody seems to love it. But that blew my mind. I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? You don't know what spearmint is. So one of a million didn't know what spearmint was. I got thrown off by that one. That one threw me. I was like, what is happening right now? So I found out that some people, very, very few, have no idea what spearmint is so that was interesting and then sunday shows up and uh i got you know some stuff to deal with right i got i got that stump in the background and in the backyard that is uh gonna be used as a table and um so i have to sand it down and i have to rent a sander and so i do and then I go grocery shopping and I come home and her mother, her, uh, my wife's mom is coming over. So my mother-in-law now, I don't know about you, but I get along with my mother-in-law. Um, I think, I think it's great having her over. Truthfully, I really enjoy just having anybody over to the house. Cause when we first moved in, we used to have a lot of people showing up. And then as more people bought houses and did all this stuff, uh, less and less people were coming over, and now it's basically just me, the wife, and the two dogs um, for the for the majority of the time. Um, so when anybody comes over, I always I, I get excited. I, I I like having people at my house. You know what I mean? It's just nice. Um, but yeah, so she was coming over, and I got to sand this this stump, or yeah, this stump. And uh, so I'm out there sanding. Her mom is showing up with a canopy. I was like, cool. That'll be great because once I finish sanding, I should be able to put that over the stump and then I can seal it. Well, she brought a four by six. Now, when they opened it and they put it over it, I'm like, nope, it's too small. Got to get rid of this thing. It's, it's just in the way now. So they break it back down, put it back, put it back in the car. All done. I'm like, all right. Uh, I love you. See ya. So they jam out. I start sanding again. Then 
It starts raining. It wasn't supposed to rain till five. It is now twelve thirty, maybe one o'clock. I was like, "Oh no!" Of course, this is happening as I'm standing, and I am only seventy percent done. I'm like, "Shit!" So now I run to the fucking house. Hey, where uh, where is it? And she's like, "It's in the car. Unlock the car for me. Run out, grab that, open up the canopy again, fucking spread that bitch open, get it up over the tree trunk, uh, tree stump." And then uh, my wife goes in the garage, grabs a tarp, and then throws a tarp over that so that I'm in an enclosed area and I can still sand. Because no matter what, I have to get the sanded. I don't want to rent the sander for longer than I have to. I want to return this thing relatively soon. I tr- I'm trying to return it within four hours. Um, so I finished sanding it now that I'm underneath the canopy and everything. And I get it all done, and I was super pumped. Now, if I can put any photos up, I will. Hopefully of it sanded and finished. But I won't be able to do that until this Wednesday. Uh, so we'll see if I get photos before um, I finish editing the podcast. But it's so I get this all done, and now... It's all sanded. I'm done with the sander. I cut the other fence post. I sand both of those tops down so they're nice and smooth so you can touch them. And then I'm cleaning up. Now, the rain has gone away. And I was like, oh, good. So I take the tarp and I fold it over. And then I put it on top of the tree trunk. And then I put rocks on top of that. And then I screw the tarp into the side of the tree. And then I use some duct tape to kind of hold it together because that tarp is toast. So once I take that tarp off of it, it's basically trash. I don't even care anymore. So now I have to wait until there's no precipitation for at least 24 hours. And then I will be able to uh, seal it. And I got a deck sealer. Yeah, so it's supposed to seal it, protect it. And then it's good for up to four years in full sunlight. And I was like, that's good enough for me, you know. So I, I I didn't want this table to cost hundreds of dollars so that it can just sit out there. And it's basically dying. So why do you, why put hundreds of dollars into making this crazy tabletop when it is eventually going to rot away? I mean, it's going to take years For sure, it's not going to happen overnight, you know, but at the same time, I don't think putting an epoxy top on it and doing all this stuff is really necessary because in five, six years, we don't know how much of the tree is, how much of that tree stump is going to be left, right? So I was like, no, we're going to do this. We're going to sand it. We're going to do it as cheap as we can. And then I think that was like 54 bucks. And then it was like friggin' $23 for this, a gallon of sealer, which does 5,000 square feet. So it's way less than 5,000 square feet. Hopefully I can put like two, three coats on it and we'll just see what happens from there. But at least it'll be sealed. All the gaps will be filled. It'll be protected. And maybe that'll slow down the rot of the tree trunk is my thoughts on it. So then I get that done and I go into the house and finally shower, eat lunch, hang out with uh, my wife and 
uh, mom, and we're hanging out, we're talking, and then she jams out, her mom jams out, and then I'm like, oh, okay, cool, let's put on YMH6, which was extremely good. If you're a uh, your Mom's House fan, uh, I love all the live ones. Now, I don't know if I prefer the live one in the studio or on stage, but I have to say either way, the 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 heavy segment is so fucking intense. And I don't want to ruin it for you, but the the end was definitely my favorite and what I was anticipating. And there is two that I we we were eating dinner in the middle of the heavy segment and holy shit I couldn't finish my dinner I was like oh okay I'm done like I lost full appetite I wasn't puke bound but I definitely lost my appetite I was like yeah I'm done I was like what the fuck is going on it was just brutal and that's the way it's supposed to be um but I, I did forget that when I first rented it, because I wanted to watch it live, they were playing a little late, so I didn't get to. And I forgot that that rental only lasted a week. So I did have to rent it for a second time, which, totally worth it. Totally friggin' worth it. I loved it. It was so good. I suggest checking them out, especially if you're a fan. They're worth every penny. The, the stuff that they show is so crazy and intense. So, uh, now I go, um, and I'm, uh, as we're watching this, I am trying to build my new, uh, bench for, uh, cause I got, I got a half cage. I got 200 and, uh, I think 60 pounds worth of weight or 240 pounds worth of weight <clears throat> and a bar and stuff like that coming. But I got, um, the bench first. And so I wanted to put that together. And then the Dex 2 showed up. Now, if you don't know what a Dex 2 is, uh, it's like an inversion table, but way better. So an inversion table hangs you upside down to decompress your back. The Dex 2, you get on it with your thighs. And then there's a thing that goes over the back of your thighs and you hang over it so your torso's here and your head's down here and then your thighs and knees and legs are over here so you're like that and what this does is on an inversion table <clears throat> decompression starts at the ankles goes to the knees and then it starts creeping into the lower back and it usually doesn't really make it to the middle of your back. And so the decompression is okay. It's better than not decompressing at all. But if you're not wearing proper boots or you're not tightening that around your ankles well enough, you can actually hurt yourself. So you should be careful with an inversion table. Now that I'm not putting them down, I had one. Great product. Did a lot for me. It really did. But... This is going to be better. This is going to be way better. So as I'm putting the bench together, I come across a part and it's missing a piece. On the back 
of the chair, pretty much. So now I can't put the back of the chair, which means I can't use it to do anything. It's basically useless. So I've built this thing, and I can't use it. So I go, okay, I got a little upset about that. Now this is where I start noticing, you know, I'm not yelling and screaming about it. I noticed that the part's missing. I searched everywhere for the missing part, and I couldn't find it. And then I gave up. I rolled a joint. I ate some ice cream, which for me is non-dairy ice cream, um, little pints. You get three servings out of it, and I get exactly three servings. Um, But then I was like, okay, couldn't finish the bench. Got to call them. Got to get the missing part. Fine. I already had to return this camera. Same type of deal. When you order things offline, they're just not always 100%. And that's okay. Companies make mistakes as long as they exchange them for you and take care of you and have good customer service. I think it's totally worth it. This camera worked out great. They did, they did an awesome job switching this out, and now this thing is flawless. I'm like, all right, I couldn't get the bench together. I'm going to go put the Dex 2 together. So I start unpacking that thing, and I'm getting excited because this should be, uh, well, one, I can use it once it's assembled, right? I don't, I don't need my weights for it. I don't need the cage for it. I don't need any other parts or pieces to use the decks. It's just made to decompress the back. So I go to put this together, and on the base is two square inserts. I put the first leg in, perfect. Go to put the second leg in, it won't fit. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So I'm I'm trying to push it in, lay it on its back, I get over it, still won't go in. So I notice that the square is not a square. It's square on this side, but it... Just a smidgen. The weld was completely incorrect. It was not square. And then they sent it through the line and it got painted and serial numbered and the whole thing. And they shipped it out to me. So I get upset, right? I am so upset right now. I got a bench. Can't finish it. Got a Dex 2. Can't even start building it. And I'm just like, okay. Moved everything into a nice, neat pile. Grabbed both my manuals. Marked the phone numbers that I had to call tomorrow, the, the next day on Monday. And that's it. I sat back down, rolled another joint, watched some more TV shows, and then went to bed at like, well, no. I woke up on the couch at 1 o'clock in the morning and then went to bed. Yeah. I, she goes to bed and then I fall asleep on the couch. But nice thing about that is with the new couch, I'm not in pain when I wake up. I'm, I'm not rested because falling asleep on a couch is not exactly getting a rest. You know what I mean? So I was like, all right. And that's how my Sunday ended. So now Monday I wake up. I roll out of bed 630, get downstairs, start taking care of the dogs, taking care of everything. 
and I'm getting excited because I need to call these phone numbers. So we go for our walk in the morning. I come back in. I'm feeding them, and I'm calling the first one, which is the, the weight bench. And I'm like, yeah, I got this part. It's missing a piece. They're like, cool. We're sending you that piece. I'm like, awesome. So by Friday this week, I'll have that. And then I had to wait until after jujitsu this morning to call the other company, which is Dex or Dex2. They called Teeter. T E E T E R dot com. Teeter.com. Great product. Great product. It just, it's a, it's a fubu. I called them up. I had to take some pictures, send an email while I was on the phone. She checked it out. She's like, no, it looks square. I was like, okay, hold on. I took a picture of both of them, you know, wide in the view and snapshot the whole back thing. And I go, take a look. You can see one side is very square. The other side is just slightly not. And she goes, ooh, that's a problem. And I go, yay, you see it. So she saw the problem, bang, wrote up the order, sent me out a new base, already got shipping confirmation. And uh, when that new one shows up, I make sure the legs fit. And I put the old one back in the box. They already sent me a call tag. And that's it. I send it back. So, yes. I got two products that I couldn't finish building because of manufacturing defect. But I didn't freak out. I didn't flip out. I didn't yell and scream. I didn't, I didn't do anything. I just walked away. And it felt so good to do that. For once in my fucking life, I actually had t- multiple things going wrong, right? I couldn't finish Cleaning, I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't seal the, the tree trunk because of the rain. Didn't freak out. Just did what I could, cleaned up, and finished. Walked away from it. Workbench, can't go any further. Walked away. Dex 2, couldn't even start it. Walked away. So, for me, this is giant. It's absolutely giant that I took those opportunities to walk away. Now, did I have a couple freakouts this week? Absolutely. Freaked out on the nurse, freaked out on my wife, um, you know, for other reasons. But when push comes to shove, there's less of those freakouts now. There's less of that. Now, was I upset that I freaked out at my wife? Did I feel horrible about it? Was I... Uh, beating myself up for two days because of it? Yeah, because that is what I'm tired of. I am so tired of it, but I'm also tired of yelling at inanimate objects or being upset that I couldn't finish something because of complications due to weather. Those are all things I used to do too. So I'm getting better at my, my issues. They're just not all going to go away all at once. It's not going to happen. So I got to keep putting in the work and you have to keep, I ha- well, I have to keep pointing out what I'm doing wrong. I have to magnify that, magnify it, look at it and go, this is unacceptable for the person that you want to be. You can't be doing this anymore. So I was like, okay, this is. It's good, but it's still bad. So it felt really good to 
be able to have this happen. And it was just something that I was, I've been working on for five years and now it seems to be clicking. It seems to be coming together. I'm not saying that I'm stable all the time. Even silly little things screw me up, but that's what was happening this week for me. And that's how I dealt with it. And that's what I keep doing. I just keep dealing with it, you know? And I keep looking at what I'm doing wrong because I want to change it. I want that to change for everybody around me. Nobody needs that. The nurse didn't need it. Uh, my wife did not deserve it. And it needs to stop. And if I don't look at it, it's so easy to just keep on doing it. So I'm feeling good. I am because, you know, she has been through so much with me that she sees the changes happening. She is just on the same page I am. I wish they would happen a little bit faster, you know, and that's not a, anything wrong with either of us it's just you know just tired of it you know i am tired of me i'm tired i'm a, i exhaust myself and there's no reason for that there's no reason for it at all so when i did all this and all these things went wrong and i wasn't freaking out about it and then made phone calls and got everything replaced and i probably won't see anything until the end of the week that's okay you know, and that's how I dealt with it. That was that was my weekly roundup. Um, that's how I've been dealing with my emotions lately. And I am seeing progress. There is progress. I had uh, my wife's friend told me that she sees progress. But when I do lose my shit like that, you know, it's not cool. And I agree. I wish I, I, I wish, you know, I'm not sitting there going, yeah, I did it again. I'm like, God. Damn it, I did it again. So just remember that. If you're trying to change yourself, you're trying to be a better person or a better version of yourself, just remember, it takes time. And maybe you were a little bit better today than you were yesterday, you know? That's all that matters is the small progressions. So try it out. See if it works for you. But take a look at what where you are now, where you've come from. If you're noticing, if you don't notice that you're different than you were, then maybe you need to change some stuff. Maybe you need to focus on yourself. Take a good look in that mirror and just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. I do not want to yell and scream at nothing. I do not want to yell and scream at the people that are closest that I love. I want to be a better person and work on it because I believe that it's eventually going to happen and then I'm not going to have to try anymore. But it's like my jujitsu. I have to try to pull off certain moves, almost all my moves, 
I have to try. I can't wait till I just do it. But I have to get there first. I have to get myself and my body and my mind to the point where I just pull off a move. Same thing with all my actions and all my old habits. I, it's, it's, it's not going to be something that just happens when you've got 27 years worth of shit that's happened and it, that is your normal. So you're always going to go back to your baseline. And what we need to do for ourselves and what I am doing for myself is I'm changing that baseline. I am making my new baseline, you know, Comsville, Serenityville. I don't know. You can call it whatever you want. But I don't want to go to fucking crazy town anymore. I don't want to be doing all the things I was doing. So I'm changing my baseline. And that's going to take time. And when it finally gets to be my everyday baseline, I'm not going to have to think about it anymore. It's just going to happen. So that's what I'm working on. That's what it's that. That's just what I've been working on. That's it. Um, so real fun, real quick, uh, update on the, so the camera, right? I just watched a video on it. And I don't know if you guys check this out, but Think Media. They have a YouTube channel. Anything and everything that you want to know about the cameras, the differences, the good ones, the bad ones, the lighting, what you should be doing during your podcast, how you should be doing certain things, just all kinds of tips and tricks for putting up video and content on YouTube. Well, they're the ones that I watch go over the Sony uh, camera that I purchased. And to what was it, two days ago, they put up a video on how to set the camera. Because I don't know how to set this thing. I literally turned it on, put it on streaming, right out of the box, and friggin' hit record. That's it. Well, now... The picture should be amazing because right out of the box, it's only filming in 1080p. Now I'm in true 4K. Now I fixed the lighting. I fixed a whole bunch of stuff. I was so pumped. It took 15 minutes of going through all the settings, following along with the guy, and now it should look beautiful. I know it looks beautiful on my end. I can see it. It's amazing. The color tone's different. It's just, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped. Every time I learn something new about this stuff or I get this to look a little bit better for all of you out there, it's so exciting. I am just so excited. And I can't believe I did that. Oh, shit. Well, that's an editing error. I can't take that out. So I guess you'll have to look at the monkey for 30 minutes jesus christ oh well i can't ever do a podcast without some type of a hiccup and uh yeah one other thing um the shirt pink shirt right but uh this is a pma shirt hold on
So this is a PMA pink shirt, and it's for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. All right. So I don't know um, if a lot of guys out there know this. Now, it doesn't happen that often. Don't worry too much. But it is possible for men to get breast cancer as well. The majority of breast cancer awareness is for women because they are more susceptible to it. Um, so you should go and get tested. Um, you, you, you can, there's ways to do things at home um, and kind of test yourself, but they're not as accurate as going to the doctor. And um, I just wanted to, you know, bring awareness to this. If, it, if it's, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, uh, may feel something but don't want to go to the doctors. You got to go. It, it, it is very serious. Um, I don't know how often guys should be checking uh, for lumps in their breasts or uh, also in your testicles. You should always test, take a look, give a feel. It's important. All right. Cancer sucks. Nobody wants it. And it's a bitch if you get it. And, you know, I just hope that if you get it, you can get rid of it. it you know what I mean? So this shirt is for Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Uh, Professional Martial Arts Academy. We're selling shirts and stuff. Um, and um, it's just, it's a, it's a, it's a great thing, right? Save, save the boobies. All right. Save the boobies. Everybody loves the tatas and um, get yourself checked out. I think it's important. And I just wanted to bring a little bit of awareness to that. Um, but because I don't think a lot of guys out there think that it can happen to us as well. It, it can. So check it out. If you see something, you feel something, uh, get it checked out. Testicular cancer is no fucking joke. Prostate cancer, that is a death sentence for the most part. And, of course, you can also get uh, breast cancer, and it's just not good. It's, it's not Cancer in general, I know, is not good. But now you know um, that we can get breast cancer um, just like women can. It's just not as common. Okay, so Breast Cancer Awareness Month, uh, you know. Save the today's, yeah, my favorite sound. Fresh mountain water. New Hampshire Vape Gallery is located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot and next to Smoke Rings, where we are open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m., and you are more than welcome to shop in our store without a mask. You can always give us a call, 603-814-4171. We've got it all. I tell you every week, we've got it all. Menthol juices, flavored juices, nin pouches, disposables, Escobars. I've got party caps. Yeah, party caps. You want to feel euphoric? You want to wake up when you go out late at night? Maybe you're going to a restaurant. Maybe you're going to uh, a nightclub. Maybe you're going to, I don't know where you're going, but it, maybe you're going out at night and you always get tired. Maybe you're feeling a little bit run down and you're like, oh, I just wish I had something to lift me up. Well, now you can get party caps. 
they are a nice way to give you a euphoric feeling without any drugs involved. Lots of vitamins, B12, and stuff like that. All natural supplements to boost your mood and make your party that much better. That's why they call it a party cap. We've got everything you're looking for at New Hampshire Vape Gallery, located at 180 Lafayette Road, Seabrook, New Hampshire, down the street from Home Depot, and next to Smoke Rings, where we are open seven days a week from 10.30 to 8 p.m. Feel free to give us a call, 603-814-4171. And as always, I look forward to seeing you there. Slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. Com. You're not sure how to spell that. It's right here at the bottom of the screen or in the description underneath the video. But these guys, they got it all. I love this website. I've been talking about them for so long now. I can't even remember how long it's been. All the best shirts. All the best quality. All the prints. They're all high-quality products. And you want high quality in your life. You want to buy something and have it last. Well, that's what you're going to get at slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. And I love the new kid tees, the women's leggings, all the beach towels. But unfortunately, we need to talk about fall and winter, right? It's October. Halloween's around the corner. Some of these are awesome for Halloween. You get so, get yourself some leggings when you're walking the kids from door to door. At least you'll stay nice and warm, right? The sweatshirts, great for keeping warm. Sweatpants, again, great quality clothing at a great price, and it'll never let you down. I love all of my slowdown clothing. I love the T-shirts, the neck gaiters, the long tees. I love them all. They are just amazing, and I love the prints, and I love the colors, and I love how they last wash after wash. So if you want to get your hands on some slowdown clothing as well, you got to go to slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. That's slowdownclothing.bigcartel.com. You're not sure how to spell it. It's right here at the bottom of the screen or in the description underneath the video. Naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Yes. You can also find their link underneath the video in the description. But they've got five amazing products. This is a small business located here in New Hampshire. So support it. All right. Support your small business people. All right. They got a salve that's great for dry skin. They got a beard oil. That's amazing and smells great. They got a foot and body soak that'll melt your stress away. They got a lip balm for keeping your lips moist so they don't crack in the winter. Amazing. And then, of course, their number one product is their hand sanitizer. I have been using it since COVID hit the streets. And I will tell you, it is the only hand sanitizer that I still use today. It's amazing. It's still on sale for $3, so get some, right? And you can only get these products here, right, at naturalbossnh.com. That's N-A-T-U-R-A-L-B-O-S-S-N-H.com. Buy one or all five of these products today. Current events, 
So the first thing I'm going to talk about is an unfortunate accident that happened on the highway recently. Um, And uh, this gentleman uh, got, well, I'll, I'll, I'll flip the screen. So this driver from Alaska was killed with debris um, that came off of another vehicle in and, and, and Danvers. Danvers? No, it's Danvis, uh, Massachusetts. I thought this was uh, crazy. I haven't heard anything um, about it, uh, and I kind of wanted to see what exactly happened i'm actually curious as to what flew off of what vehicle and i bet you they still don't know and a man on vacation killed in danvers after a piece of metal flew off a truck into his rental car all new at 10 we're hearing from his daughter hi everybody i'm chris flanagan thanks for joining us i'm carrie cavanaugh boston 25 news reporter john monahan live for us tonight along 95 john this man's daughter says her dad's final act most likely saved her mom's life that's right, Carrie, and she spoke to us from Alaska tonight, emotional and heartbroken about a man she called her hero. My mom especially loves to travel, and my dad will do anything to make my mom happy. Jennifer Holdley speaking from... I'm not going to lie. I like her glasses. ...from Alaska to Boston 25 about her dad, 69-year-old Thomas Arrington, killed after a piece of metal flew off a truck and through his windshield. The couple, Sherry and Thomas, were driving up 95, starting a three-week vacation, a trip they'd planned for more than a year. Ugh. Their 45th wedding anniversary was in August, um, and they were going to hit all the states they needed so that my mom could have been in all 50 states. But that was not to be. A doctor called Jen this morning at 6 a.m. Alaska time. I said, is my mom okay? And she goes, your mom is crying. I said, what happened to my dad? Jen says her parents traveled quite a bit. Her dad was a teacher who planned to retire next year. So he spent the wow. summer building a workshop on the back of the house, him and my 16-year-old son, so that my dad would have a place to tinker and play and enjoy retirement. And she will always remember his kindness to others. I just want my dad to be remembered for being a loving, generous, kind person. That was especially so with her mom, Sherry. Jen says his last act proves it that while injured, he pulled over to make sure his wife was safe. Save my mom's life. The last thing this... Ah, oh, God, I, I wish I knew. I want to know what metal went through his windshield. That's... I don't know why I want to know that, but I just do. God damn, that's crazy. Band-aid. Let's make sure my mom was okay. And that's like, I mean, that's who he always was. Police told Jen's mom that his selfless act not only saved her, but probably others as well. Her mother is on a flight tonight headed back to Alaska to be with family. As for the driver of that truck, he has not been charged yet, but the incident remains under investigation. Along 95 North tonight, I'm John Monahan, Boston 25 News. John, an incredibly selfless act there. All of us here thinking so much about that family tonight. Oh, man, that is just so Friggin' crazy. I, I mean, what, what, Jesus, you imagine that just driving and then somebody didn't strap something down. I mean, I've thought about it. I've been worried about it. And 
I listened to uh, some billionaire, some rich dude, and he said that he is the one, you know, on the highway speeding and getting ahead of everybody so that he doesn't get in the middle of the traffic. And ever since I heard that, that's how I drive now. And anytime I see a truck with shit all over it or, you know, somebody's whatever strapped down is just kind of bouncing, I'm out of there. I get away from that vehicle so fast. Like, one of the things that drives me crazy is when somebody's going around a tractor trailer and they slow down. It's like, no, 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 no. If you're going around a tractor trailer, speed up. Go fast. Like, I don't think a cop is going to pull you over unless you're doing like a hundred. If you go to go around a tractor trailer and then take off, get around the tractor trailer, get in front of it, and then go back to your speed. I don't think a cop is going to fucking bother you because you're getting out of the way of a giant truck. I don't think so. So I always, if I'm going around a tractor trailer or passing one, I speed up. I get away from them as fast as possible. I don't know if that's just something I do, but uh, let's see. Oh, here's a fun one, and I don't know. Uh, okay, th- this is going to be kind of like two of them. Um, so, um, Merck says experimental COVID-19 pill halves hospitalizations. Oh, it halves the hospitalizations and death. So, this is a pill that we teach our dogs lots of tricks. But oh, now, look at the puppies. Them as new research begins on a new vaccine made oh. with elements many who have dogs have already been around. It is huh. commonly used what? in a canine vaccine. Dr. Paul Spearman is leading the research at Cincinnati Children's Hospital oh, no. on this no-needle vaccine. Oh, no. Okay, so you're hearing it. Well, right now I'm going to say it. This is in a dog vaccine. So are we going to have to worry about people going and getting dog vaccines now to replicate this? Every time they come out with something or they talk about something and they're like, oh, I've, I, the I word, I can't say it because if I do, uh, you know, uh, I'll get demonetized. Or if I bring up and I'm not, you have to specifically say I'm not anti-vax because now YouTube if you're spouting off anti-vax stuff, now they're going to start de- uh, like completely taking videos down, which I think is horrible. I'm not anti-vax. I just don't think that if you don't want it, you should have to get it. I'm against mandates. I'm not against the vaccine. I'm not even against any of this. But when you say it's in a dog vaccine... Well, don't you just open the door for more stupidity? Haven't we had enough from the from the H word uh, and fish bullshit? People thinking that it's the same there, and then they friggin' die from the fish stuff, and then you get the I word where people are going towards horse uh, shit, you know, horse horse pills, 
and then they're, they're, you know it's it, it's killing them or they're getting sick from it and now we got another thing that's coming out that replicates this that that's a small part of a dog vaccine uh, what are we going to do now that you the, people going to be lined up at the fucking vet to what oh well i heard oh my god that stuff but i think that bothers me the most is that like yeah this guy just said it's part of and it's not the dog vaccine but it's part of it but you put that out there and now people will be like oh i can just go get this dog vaccine and it's the same thing no no people I don't know how to express this enough. Stay out of the pet store. You need to see your doctor. Okay? I can already see this being a fucking issue. It's completely different than the mRNA in the sense that this is a live but harmless viral vector. That, that we squirt into the nose. It's like more traditional nasal vaccines that have been used for influenza over the years. This one uses a live virus, a vector. It hasn't been used in humans, but many people have had contact with it. The PIV5 virus itself, a parainfluenza virus type five is part of the kennel cough vaccine that's given to dogs. And people get exposed to that. And we know they do because that's been evaluated. And as far as we know, they've never had symptoms. Beside the fact that it uses no needles, researchers believe the key advantage is it builds protection in the nasal and upper respiratory system, right where COVID viruses attack. So we are hopeful that this type of vaccine, an intranasal vaccine, might actually prevent the upper airway from getting infected, which is always what happens before you get the lower respiratory tract. The research is being done at Children's for a company called SionVac. The vaccine is called CVXGA1 in a study that takes a page from pups hoping to unleash a new virus watchdog. Well, that's all very interesting, I have to say. Um, I'm excited for these new things because what I see happening is... We're getting closer to an antiviral, which is going to be so much better than the vaccinations because it will kill the virus instead of allowing the virus to do what it does and then all it's basically doing is keeping you out of the hospital, but you're still going to get sick. An antiviral will actually kill the virus and stop it in its tracks. Then it won't spread. Then it won't get you sick. So if we get to the antivirals, I could see this finally not being as big of an issue as it is now. So that's really exciting. I've heard of a few doctors already talking about the benefits from antivirals compared to the vaccine. Even when these things come out, they're still going to have us get vaccinated because that is right now the top of the line of defense against COVID-19. So to see these 
nasal sprays coming out, and I think there's uh well, I said it was kind of jumping into two because it's the same company. Um, and this part here is now the 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 Merck again with the the you know the spray that we just watched, and now they have a pill as well. Um, it cuts the risk of death and hospitalization. Now, what I know about these pills at the moment is I know that you're supposed to take these when you get infected with COVID-19. And these are supposed to do something to the virus that suppresses it and stops it from sending you to the hospital. So, like, you get the vaccine, then you get COVID, right? Because you can still get it while you're vaccinated. And then you take these pills, and then you have barely any symptoms, and you stay out of the hospital, and you um, allow COVID to kind of do what it does, and then it leaves your system, and it's over, right? That's the gist of what I'm getting from all of this. Most of this stuff, until we get to the antivirals, is just another line of defense to keep you out of the hospital. That's what I'm noticing. So, <clears throat> I don't know about these pills. I don't need, They haven't even told us what's in them, right? So, they tell you about the nasal spray and how it's got a component in it that's used for kennel cough in dogs. Again... Don't think that's a great idea because people will start going to get kennel cough shit for their dogs and they're just going to inject themselves because that's what people do for some reason. But I can't blame them because right now I want to stick something in my nose and rip whatever's floating around in there out. So I do get it. We are all a little dumb at times. But they haven't even really said what's in these pills. So the pills have me a little weary. Um, I'm not too wary about the nasal spray. That sounds like a great thing because we do know that it comes in through the nose and the mouth, but the nose mostly, which is why when you're wearing your mask and it's not over your nose, what are you doing? I'm not big on the mask, but if you're going to wear it, just wear it properly. And why are you wearing it in your car with nobody else around? What is with that? You're not Lyft, you're not Uber, you're just driving in your car with your mask on. Why? I want somebody to tell me why. Tell me why you're doing that. All right, so next one, hold on a second. Okay, so I'm going to have to do a little bit of reading with this one, uh, but this goes off of the the whole anti Everything, the, not the anti, it goes off of all of the vaccinations, the, the, the medication talks, all the COVID talks, and now here we are, YouTube is going to be um, beginning September 29th, YouTube will remove videos, not even demonetize, but remove videos that which claim that COVID-19 vaccines are are infective, infective, or harmful. What? 
absolutely insane, I think. The move comes months after Google-owned video streaming platform banned misinformation about the vaccines. Under the new policy, YouTube will also remove the channels of prominent vaccine misinformation spreaders. Some of those channels include those of Joseph Mercola, Sherry Tempa-Penny, and the Children's Health Defense Fund. The company will continue to allow scientific discussions about vaccines, though. It will also allow personal testimony that doesn't generalize abroad claims about vaccine efficacy. So, YouTube, like I said, I'm not anti-vax, right? I'm vaccinated. I'm anti-mandate. I don't think we should be mandating anybody to do anything. I think that's 100% wrong. I'm against mandating masks. I'm against mandating vaccinations. I'm against mandates, period. It's it's against our freedoms. We We always should have the freedom to do what we want with our bodies. Okay? I feel that way. You don't want to do something, then you don't have to do it. But, like I said in the beginning, you're just gambling with whether or not you wind up in the hospital or whether or not you die. That's it. You want to take that chance, go right ahead. But I also disagree with this. Why? Because people should be able to say what they want. That is... Freedom of speech. Now, yeah, I know. That's part of our Constitution. YouTube is not our Constitution. But it should be. These platforms that we all use and we all utilize, we should be allowed to have anything on there. Whether it agrees with the mass or doesn't. Because guess what? We got people flying into space, and now they're seeing the world is round, right? I said a couple weeks ago, put flat earthers in the spaceship, send them up with their own fucking cameras or phones, and allow them to take pictures and prove to them that it's round, right? Why not? Well, all the people putting up videos that are anti-vax, anti-whatever, they should be allowed to speak as well, but what we should do is show them. They should be shown that they are incorrect. Instead of just tearing people's stuff down or banning their channels or closing their accounts, we should show them. That vaccines work, this, the that, the other things. And we should still allow them to put up that information if they choose to. Because other people do feel that way. And I don't think it's wrong for the information to be out there. Because I know the information is incorrect. 
I don't need anybody to tell me any different because I don't listen to just the misinformation. I listen to the misinformation. I listen to the doctor's information. I listen to this person's information. And I make the best educated decision I can. Now, most people will not do that. They stay within their bubble. They only watch what they want to watch. They only tell you about articles that they've read that completely agree with their view on everything. That's okay, too. I find that to be very annoying and single-minded and not a good way to grow as a person or even to, I think it's a horrible way to gather information in the first place. But why, why are you going to ban their channel? You're going to ban all flat earth? You're going to ban all the weird conspiracy theories around fucking Elon Musk or why uh, aliens and what are you going to do? You're just going to start banning everything? I think it's crazy. I think it's wrong. But that's what these platforms are doing. That's what these platforms are doing. And I don't I don't like it at all. I don't. I think it's wrong. I, a lot of COVID talk this week. I, I've been on a COVID kick, I guess. So now, monoclonal antibody therapy offered as COVID-19 treatment in locations across New Hampshire. Yes! Been talking about these, listening to these, and then it took Rogan to open up the fucking floodgates. I guess that's just what it takes sometimes. This has been great, and I'm so glad to finally see this. I tried getting this shit um, when I had long hauler symptom from my COVID vaccination. Because I got Moderna, and this first shot gave me brain fog, body aches, all of that shit, and it lingered on. I got the second shot. It lingered on for two, three months. And my doctor looked at me and said, I don't want to give you that stuff. And now they're doing it. So I was asking for this back in February. No, was it April, May? April or May of this year. I was asking for these things specifically so that I could get over my long hauler symptoms. They wouldn't give it to me. Now they're doing it. This is a great thing. This is great. Every fucking thing that we can get to help keep people alive if they get COVID is a good thing. And these have had great um, efficacy. So, again, I'm super excited about a lot of stuff and the direction that we're going um, because I'm, you know, I'm hoping that one day we'll be able to look back at this and just see it as a horrible time in our lives and you know we will be able to uh you know live amongst one another without fear of uh a virus taking us out now who knows something else could occur another variant could derail all of this but as of right now these things are looking very positive 
And I am very excited about all of them. But I am going to play this one, too, because I like to hear what they have to say, because I don't know what I'm saying. Monoclonal antibody infusions are used for those patients who are at risk of a serious COVID infection, including people with compromised immune systems, older, unvaccinated adults, and people with some pre-existing conditions. It's an outpatient treatment administered through an IV. It's about a two-hour visit here. Um, it's an IV therapy, so it takes about an hour to infuse and then a good hour for monitoring and, and making sure the patient tolerates everything. Dr. Deborah Margolis with Convenient MD Urgent Care says by using urgent care facilities for this therapy, patients can hopefully eliminate becoming sick enough for a hospital stay. It also helps keep infected people out of hospital ERs where the potential for further spread is possible. It's definitely one other tool that we have to help prevent the severe illness related to coronavirus. Another tool proving useful as cases go up not only here in New Hampshire, but across the country. Dr. Keith Stahl with Catholic Medical Center says more than ever, a comprehensive approach is needed in fighting this virus as hospitals are also faced with staffing issues and vaccine hesitancy. I look at it as a stopgap. Uh, you know, we still have to get the message out that the vaccines are, are definitely the way to go. That's the message reverberating across hospitals and clinics right now. Getting vaccinated is another really big um, key to the prevention of progressive illness as well. And that is true. That is true. Out of everything going on today, that is true. Now, there are some new vaccines that are going to be coming out. One of them is Novax, and I think that's an antiviral as well. Those are going to be the keys. I think we're really waiting on antivirals to kill the virus in its tracks. But until then, these are the tools that we have. You're not getting them from a pet store. You're getting them from your doctor, okay? But this is the tools that we have to fight what is going on right now. And as time goes on and things get better and they figure out more stuff, where it's just going to, the defenses that we are going to get are just going to get better. And I'm excited to see these things, but it's nice that finally Monta, monoclonal antibodies have finally made the news. It has been almost a year that I've known about these and been hearing nothing but great things about them. And when I brought it up to my doctor months ago, they looked at me like, no. We're not doing that because for some reason in this country, in this country alone, everything is politicized. Everything is a blue or red. Everything is something that it's not. You go to any other country. Now, I don't travel, so I only get this from what I hear. They don't do that. They're not doing that. They are... This is the procedure. This is what we do. This is how we fight it. And that's just what's going to happen. It's not a red thing. It's not a blue thing. It's not a political thing. It's just a thing. And this is what we have to do because you have COVID and we want to keep you alive. And that's the way we should all be looking at it. I don't know when it became okay to ask people, one, if they've been vaccinated. This is actually part of HIPAA 
That would that would be like you asking me if I had my flu shot. That's none of your fucking business. It's none of your business. What I do with my doctor is none of your business. And that's the way we should all think of this. It's nobody's business. I don't tell people if I got prostate cancer. I don't tell people, if, but I have to tell everybody that I'm vaccinated or not vaccinated. And if I am vaccinated, I'm on this side. And if I'm not vaccinated, I'm on this side. What the fuck are we doing? This is stupid. We're trying to fight a virus, people. That's it. These are the tools we have. Some of them are better than others. And when the tools get better, it's going to be easier. So I'm excited for all of this. I'm definitely excited for antivirals. I don't know about a booster shot for my age. I'm not too sure about that. I wasn't too sure about putting the vaccine in my body because we don't know what it's doing long term. And we're not going to know until long-term gets here, which is about five to ten years down the road. So I won't know if this manipulated me for another five to ten years. So we're not going to get specific answers on certain things that people keep asking right now. You just have to do what makes you feel safe. And just take care of yourself and try to stay out of the hospital. But I'm excited for all of these things. As always, I love space. I love everything about it. And I just find it more and more interesting every time. So this is a Chinese cargo spacecraft docking to the new space station 6.5 hours after launch. Now, I don't know exactly what that means. But I'm assuming 6.5 hours is very fast. Now, of course, this is time-lapsed. Um, Tizunago 3 cargo craft docked with China's new space station about 6.5 after, after launch on September 20th. Payloads aboard include living supplies for astronauts, one excavator spacesuit for backup. So we're getting a whole bunch of supplies. They dock. Look at this. And that's it. Now whoever's in that space station has got some supplies. The cargo can ensure sufficient food, drinking water for three astronauts to remain for six months. That's pretty fucking cool. Look at that. I think that is just friggin' insane because looking at that space station made me I thought it was a satellite. I'm like that's a satellite. But I guess anything that we put into space kind of replicates a satellite, right? I mean, it's got to have the things on it to hold it in place and capture sunlight and that's how it gets energy and then it's a tube and but now it's twice the size so people can actually be inside of it. Because I was like, oh, that's just a satellite. But I'm like, oh, yeah, stupid. Everything kind of looks like a satellite. It's in space. That's what it needs to replicate so that it can actually float around uh, Earth. But I just think that's cool. So now people can be up in the space station, and then we can now launch food, supplies, 
extra spacesuits, and it'll get to them in a certain amount of time. And then when it attaches, they can enter it, take out all the supplies, and then I'm assuming that they close the thing and then and maybe detach it. And I don't know if that becomes space trash or maybe there's a way for it to come back down to Earth. It may not land, um, may just go into the ocean, which, you know, is another problem I have. Um, you know, we don't clean our ocean. We just keep throwing shit in it. But maybe they'll go and retrieve it and then maybe, maybe they can reuse it. I don't know. I don't know much about the return of the pod back to Earth. But I think it's pretty cool that you can have people up there and be like, oh, what do you need? And it's like uh, DoorDash in space. <laughs> All right. So let's see here. This one here, these last two, no videos, but I just thought it was neat. So I'll just go over them real quick since I don't really know too much. But uh, thruster, thrusters on the new NASA spacecraft are solar powered now. So, no more fuel. That's got to change the game, right? I mean, that's intense. You're not putting fuel in a rocket. You're just charging the thing like a fucking Tesla. And then once the battery is full, boom, you got enough for takeoff. I, I think this is pretty, pretty neat. Um, it's building a spacecraft designed to travel about 1.5 billion miles throughout our solar system using propulsion that's almost entirely solar electric. The small probe called Psyche was named after 140 miles across a space rock in the asteroid belt believed to be the building block of an early rock, rocky planet. NASA scientists are hoping to learn about the Formation of the other rocky planets, very much like our own, but getting a closer look. To get there, the spacecraft is outfitted with hull thrusters, which are electric thrusters that emit a space AG blue glow. Solar panels attached to either side provide the power. So that's kind of cool. I mean, no more gas. I think that's neat. And then for my final one, NASA's Ingenuity helicopter flies at a lower altitude than ever before, captures a Mars rock featured in 3D. Now, I can't see anything 3D there. I'll make the image bigger for everybody since I'm starting to figure this shit out. Um, so, yeah, it's just... I mean, we are just being able to see more and more of the ground floor of Mars. I mean, it just looks like a lot of rock and sand to me, but it's pretty exciting. I mean, maybe Mars was a lively planet at one time, and hopefully all of this will help us stop it from happening here, but... I'll be honest with you, I think as long as we are here, it's inevitable for the planet to eventually take itself out or take us out. And I don't think it's going to be able to take out all of us, but I 
don't see it not trying. I mean, with the tornadoes, hurricanes, flooding, all of the tsunamis, all of the natural disasters that we have, it's amazing that as many of us make it day-to-day as we do um, because, unfortunately, and I hate to say this, but the amount of people that are caught in catastrophic um, weather, um, you know, it's, it's not a large percentage, even though when it's happening, it's a large area. But there's still a lot of people in specific areas, even if they got hit, that wake up the next morning and their shit's not touched. So we got to be thankful for uh, those things. You know, it's not going to it's going to be a while before this ever happens. I'm sure I feel like this is going to take a long time for the planet to implode or all of us to die off or the planet to finally get to the point where we can't even be on it anymore. But I've been wrong before. So I think this is, as always, I think this is neat. This is stuff that intrigues me. Um, it, It gets me thinking. It gets the gears moving. And it's just really cool to see um, all the stuff going on in space. There's just so much going on. There's so much going on. And now, William Shatner. William Shatner is going to go to space um, with, uh, I think it's Bezos. Bezos, I believe, has the blue uh, the blue rocket. So I think he's going to be going into space for the very first time. And he is going to see what it's actually like. Which is so funny. Because if you don't know, William Shatner is Captain Kirk from the original Star Trek from when I was a child. And I used to watch it all the time. And it's kind of funny that he's like, I've never even been to space. Which I assumed... Obviously, he's an actor. He was acting. He was never on any of those planets. But he's like, yeah, I'm finally going to get to go. So I thought that was really neat. I saw that article this morning, but I didn't send it to myself, so I couldn't share pictures or videos. Well, yeah, so William Shatner is going to go to space for the first time, and I do believe it's with Amazon's rocket or Bezos' rocket. So that, that was pretty cool, too. Um, you know, I was talking to Tyler this morning after jujitsu cause we had a real intense class. It was really good. And, um, you know, he was telling me that he doesn't, he didn't want to make a video. Like he, he's been putting some videos up online and you can follow him on Instagram. I put his link. It's, it's in the beginning. It's in the end. It's in the show notes. Um, it's all there. Uh, because he made my intro and outro. It's what he does. He makes music. He loves performing music. And he's, he's, him and his band have gotten much better. Um, they're doing shows again, so they're, they're getting back into it. And he just moved into his apartment maybe a month ago, like I had spoken about earlier or weeks ago, whatever. Um, but he was telling me, he's like, I just I want to finish my room before I do a video and this and that. And I'm going to tell, I'm going to tell all of you the same thing that I told him. 
It's the same thing that I learned. Don't wait. If you want to make content, just make the content. If I had waited until the podcast room looked like this, until the camera and the microphones looked like this, do you know how many episodes I'd have? Well, I'll tell you. After this one goes up, five. Right now, I am recording episode 79. Why? Because I just worked with what I had. I did what I could. And that's what I'm telling everybody. It's what I was telling him this morning. If you want to do it, just do it. That's the best way to get started. If you didn't like it, change it, do another one, and that's it. You just keep changing it with each one. Each one should get a little bit better. But if you try to go for perfection right out the gate, it's going to take too long. Then the moment's passed. The opportunity is left. So my advice to everybody out there, if you want to do something, you want to start a podcast, you want to do tutorial videos, you want to, but you are just waiting for everything to be perfect. You're going to miss the boat. You need to get on now and work with what you have. It may not be the best. The microphone may be shit, but is the content good? Put it up. Put it up now. Do not hesitate. I gave him a few ideas to do some shorts. And I hope he runs with it. I hope he does it because I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be good. And I told him, stop worrying about your background. Stop worrying about all this shit. Just get the content up. Get people to notice. Get people to interact. And just do it. Because where I'm at now took a year and a half. Is I think I'm in. So it's not going to happen overnight. And if you make perfection, well, what happens when you don't like your perfection? You got to change it anyways. So don't wait for it. Perfection to happen. Just do what you can with what you got. And I bet you that's going to be good enough because that's what I did. And here I am, you know. So that was, that was the one thing me and him talked about today. And I wanted to pass that message on to everybody, especially about breast cancer. All right. Get your awareness up. It can happen to males too. All right. We are not exempt from breast cancer. Um, so take care of yourself. Make sure you're checking your testes for lumps. That's important too. All right. Testicular cancer, prostate cancer, all very, very dangerous things. You don't want it, and uh, you want to make sure we save the titties. All right, save the titties. That's what I'm saying. Um, But, yeah, with all that said, that's the podcast today. So, as always, I want to just say thank you to everybody who's subscribing, watching, liking, sharing, all of it. I appreciate it. It keeps me coming back here week after week, so thank you. Um, If you're new to the podcast, please remember... Hit that fucking subscribe button. 
hit it, smash it. If you are watching this video and you're not subscribing, well, what are you doing? What are you doing? All right, it's the only thing I'm asking you to do. Um, this is free for you. It's not free to do. Okay, so hit that subscribe button. Set those alarms if you want to know when all the new episodes upload. Share, rate, review, comment. All helps the algorithm and it helps the podcast. So help the podcast grow. Help it get bigger by doing all of these things. Um, you can follow me on all social media, Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Again, that is Instagram, Twitter, Snapchat, TikTok, and Facebook. Good way to get some extra content throughout the week. Uh, some weeks are just better than others. And then, of course, if you want to get more involved with the podcast, the official email is T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. You want some free slowdown merch? This is your opportunity. You got to put slowdown in the subject line. Send the e send your story over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And if I pick out your story, read it, talk to you about it, whatever have you, you will be getting some free merch. Yes. Isn't that exciting? I'll tell you, when I was a kid, the one thing I always wanted to do was get more involved with shows that I was just loving and you couldn't. With today, you can. You can DM, you can send emails, you can get involved with what you're enjoying and I'm encouraging all of you to get involved with me today by sending your emails over to T-A-L-K-I-N with Topher at gmail.com. That's talking with Topher at gmail.com. And of course, I hope all of you out there have a wonderful rest of your Thursday. I hope you enjoy the weekend. And as always, I will talk to you later.